Are you ready to get loud? Let's get loud. Let's, Let's get, get loud. loud. This is my pump up song. Aaron and I'm Jacob and welcome to Hits Don't Lie where two best friends politely debate over pop music. <laughs> At the end of each episode one of us surprises the other with a theme. We both go off make our own list for that theme then we come together to fight it out to pick the top five best songs. Okay. And this week the theme is mine and we're doing best live performances. Yeah. Wow. I love live music. I just love the extra energy that an artist can take, the extra meaning that a song can have when it's performed live. I'm really excited about this because I love a good live performance. I love when an artist can perform something live and it brings new meaning to the song or just a different energy and gets the crowd kind of participating in the song. I love that. I do too. This one was really hard. We won't get to have a playlist for this episode, right. but that's okay. We can put them together on YouTube or something or just check them out. <laughs> Go to YouTube <laughs> and check. Hopefully we can do each performance justice by talking about why we love them so much, but I was overwhelmed by choice. So Same. I did what Same. I could. Same. Did the best I could. Well, what has been one of your favorite live performances you've ever seen, Erin? If it's if it's not a spoiler for what's coming up. That's a spoiler. <gasps> now in person, remember mm-hmm. when we saw Kylie in Atlanta on her Aphrodite oh my tour? God. Of Wasn't that the I best? Remember. We were so close to her. We were so close. You kept saying the entire night that you're breathing the same air as Kylie, and it was true. We I was saying that in the same city. I was like, <laughs> I'm in the yes. same city as Kylie Minogue. <laughs> and remember when we saw Ellie Goulding, and I got to get up really close for that as well, because it was, well, you again, say you a got small to. Venue. You broke rules, and you did. <laughs> now, Ellie, I bought an extra ticket close up front just for me, and I left you behind. That's very true. We were... <laughs> left behind to watch from afar while Aaron went up close. But the Kylie performance, we had seated tickets, but that all went out the window because the whole crowd just stood up and like all Mm -hmm. walked. And security kept coming in and was like, everyone go to your seats, please. Stop being up here. Stop being up here. No one was listening. They gave up because I was actually (laughs) up there and they weren't telling us anything. They were just standing there looking at us and we were all, it was a really impromptu open floor concert. Yeah, yeah, because it was a seated place. So that was just a magical moment, wasn't it? Right. Uh, Before we get into it, we have a couple of things going on in our Patreon. We just did a really fun episode about the Dolly Parton Run, Rose, Run book Mm -hmm. and album. And we even pulled in some very special guests, some voice actors yeah, I don't know how we paid readings. their day rate, but we got them. <laughs> we managed to do that. And then sometime this week, either before or after this episode is out, I did a month ago. It's been a month now. We did a birthday special for myself and 
at some point, we're going to get that very belated Aaron <laughs> birthday special out. It, it's out when it's out. But we, we played a really fun game. The people need to hear it, even if it's a little late. It's so it's good. <laughs> but I sprang a surprise topic on Jacob in the moment. And mm-hmm. we had to free mm-hmm. pick songs under that topic, like, immediately. So go listen to that. We had fun. <laughs> and it was so random. Most random episode It was we've done. really random. We really talked about some things we've never discussed before. <laughs> I know. So that was not Patreon. That's just going to be on our regular feed sometime this same week. But, uh, Yeah, a lot going on. We have been busy. Yeah, we've been busy. I've been overwhelmed by all the new music, but and I'm overwhelmed by this topic. Let's just get into it. I want to hear you tell me about all the performances I forgot about when I was picking. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's do it. So for my first one, I think this is no surprise. I think we knew this one was coming, Erin. This is a very special moment for both of us. It is one of the best intros at a concert I've ever Mm. seen in my life. I think it is. Girls Aloud, Sexy No, No, No from the Tangled Up Tour. Yes, this was on my (laughs) top four as well. We couldn't leave this out. This is such an iconic moment. Oh, not only my God. in pop music concert history, but just between the two of us. I think this moment of making you watch this on YouTube was a big moment for making you become more interested in Girls Aloud. Yeah, this when you wanted me to get into Girls Aloud, you made me watch this. And I was I said yes. I said yes from that moment, because if they can do this, and we should describe what this is. So this is Girls Aloud, the amazing girl group, playing O2, and they are entering the arena from the rafters, getting lowered down with these flowy dresses, gowns, capes, and everything. Capes, they're Wind super is blowing heroes. on them. They're like witches being summoned into yeah, existence. Yeah, they do look kind of like witches now. <laughs> yeah, don't you see it? Lighting from behind them, so they're almost just silhouetted, and all you see is their hair, their cape, and their arms are out, and they're just floating, ethereal, and they slowly the get lower down. It's like a slow down remix of Sexy No, No, No in the introduction. Yes. 
And then they drop and the beat drops and boom. The song. It is so clever. So good. I can't imagine the chills of being there in that moment and seeing the lights come up and they're in the... They're in the sky. They're flying. No joke. I actually have chills right now. No matter how many times I've seen this, I'm literally getting chills right now. I, what a per, this is the way to enter your concert. Chills. It's beautiful. Remember at the end of the last episode, best of 2006, you told me what this topic was going to be. And I said, well, Mm -hmm. we both know what's going to be number one already. (laughs) But we'll see. We'll see. We have other songs to take into consideration. So Yeah, we have a lot of great songs, but come on. Okay. I think I can match or beat that, actually, despite everything I just said. I wonder if you actually picked this performance as well, because it's just one of the great, most iconic live performances of our age. And that would be... Britney Spears, I'm a Slave for You at the 2001 VMAs. Yes! I know I may be young, but I've got feelings too. And I need to do what I feel like doing. So let me go and just listen. Snake moment. Snake moment. I did not pick this. Snake moment. This is. This I, I is mean, one this of the is ultimate just, pop moments of our age. It's one of the ultimate moments. Yes. That snake. You can just show anyone from around this time. You can just show them a yellow snake and ask, what is this? And they're going to know. They're going to say, oh, it's Britney Spears. That is yeah. a real. Hold on. That is a real big cat in there with her. I just was going to say, I've never noticed the actual tiger that's in the cage with her. We are putting her in danger. What is going on? She's in the cage with the tiger. And I love the trainer who's just constantly giving the tiger treat treat after treat after treat. She looks so good. This outfit, this green bra outfit is, oh my God, beautiful. They brought sort of the same look from the music video and they just turned it up a notch, more sexy and more glamorous. And Mm -hmm. the choreography is everything. Um, Who thought of that darn snake? Because that is the moment. That is the great pop moment of our time is dancing with that snake. I'm I'm just going to, in my fantasy, Britney Spears was just like, I need a snake. I need a snake. Someone get me a snake. I know it didn't happen, but that's what I'm going off of. I've spent a lot of unnecessary time worrying about that snake. Like, can snakes see flashing lights? Can they hear loud music? Is the snake okay? Was it okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, holy cow. I literally just noticed that the acrobats, the aerial performers, they have one of them has well. a snake. Yes. What the heck? This is off the charts. Wait, it's, it's the same snake. Is it? Is one of them going to come down from the sky and hand her the snake? Yeah, I think she brings the snake to her. That's a really good I have not snake. seen this in so long. Thank you for bringing this. This is, oh my God. It literally has my heart pumping just watching this, like racing. Yes, the, the aerial or the dancer that was in the sky comes down with the snake and gives it to Brittany. 
I'm. This is the first time I'm actually just watching the snake's expression and trying to read its mood. The like, snake loves is it. it the okay? snake loves Brittany. Is the snake on drugs? She. Oh my god! She just did a full spin, another full spin while holding this poor snake. This is probably acceptable, right? <laughs> Look, they had trained handlers. They had, you know, there are a bunch of rules whenever you include animals in a performance. There's a bunch of regulation and rules and healthcare checks. So everything's fine. Look at its head. It's waving around like, whoa, 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 whoa getting whoa. dizzy. <laughs> it's Get a very well trained snake. I guess. Can you train snakes to be part of a live performance? Oh, sure. <laughs> he was looking a little dizzy at the end. I'm sorry. His head at the end was going like, whoa, 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 before she handed him back off. I counted three <laughs> full snake spins, everyone. But there we go. Iconic performance. What an iconic moment. You're right. You're right. This is going to be hard to pick top one out of all, out of all of this because, wow. All right, Brittany. Top that. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, well, I might be able to top that because my next pick is one of our favorite live performances. It is from a Grammy winning album that was released from the live performance. Ooh, hint, hint, hint. I think hint. I know. <laughs> I mean, you knew it was coming. We have to talk about Shakira's Ciega Sorda Muda from MTV Unplugged. Hi, Shakira. I'm going to bring this whenever I can, Erin. I'm going to bring this whenever I can. Welcome back to the pod, Shakira. She's a regular feature. <laughs> we just before recording, we're like, are we bringing Shakira too much? And I had to bite my tongue like, oh, I'm bringing her again. So <laughs> I said, I said, gosh, we've got to mention blank, which we will mention later. And I was like, dang, but it's like we always bring up Shakira, but we can't help it. She's Cannot so help it. It is great. in our blood. And this song. I mean, we've talked about this song, I think, a million times already. But overall, the MTV Unplugged performance, it is just so good. One of the best MTV Unplugs. It was recorded in 1999 in New York City. Shakira was still like a little bit unknown in America. So it was wild to have everyone there. Everyone was really hyped for her. Now, you know, my favorite performance is two. I but know. I'm here for I this knew one I well. thought about bringing two just to play to you, but no, this one is mine. <laughs> you were true to yourself. <laughs> this one is so good because it's a slightly different version Take of Diego Sordomuda. Exactly. It's full on mariachi. Yeah. And, and Diego Sordomuda is a little so bit. Well. The album version is a little bit, but she just turned it up all the way. Yes. And that live brass, oh my gosh, I would have oh, loved to have been there that night and just hear die for that trumpet. brass oh instruments blasting out. Now, I think to love this performance, you have to love the song too, which I do. Maybe. 
Yeah, Maybe and I I'm really, really do. for so. you a little bit here, but this is such a great performance because it, it's what she did with the original material. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Taking it to a new place for this performance. Very true, very true. Uh, should we talk about what MTV Unplugged was for anyone who doesn't know? Oh, do people not know? Yeah, you better. You better talk about it, I guess. <laughs> There was this series that MTV was doing back when MTV actually was about music, where mm-hmm. they would invite artists on for some sort of acoustic set or just a live set in front of a crowd. And it was really cool to see an artist deconstruct their album or just perform it for the first time with studio cameras and lighting. It was such a cool series. There are some amazing performances that came from it. I mean, I could see us doing just an MTV Unplugged category at some point. Oof, please don't, because I'm not ready. I need <laughs> <laughs> I need some more research before I do that. Because there was a lot, but this is mainly the one that I know and love. This is the one that we obsessed over, for sure. And as you mentioned, you teased it at the beginning, but the live album from this recording won a Latin Grammy. It did. Or was it won a Grammy? Her first Grammy. Was it Grammy or Latin Grammy? It was a Grammy for Best Latin Pop Album. Amazing. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. We love Kudos, Red Shakira. Hair Shakira. All right. Well, you knew it was coming. I'm, I'm surprising no one with my picks so far, but I think you'll be surprised by the next few. Me too. I've got a couple of wild cards in the sense that you you may not have thought of them. They're not our usual. I've tr- I'm trying to be more thoughtful about more pop, different pop. And it's like, mm. we're, we're such big fans of this small group of artists. And I, <laughs> I want, in my mind, my fa- I want to branch out, even though in my mind, our favorite artist, that is my real pick. But I'm like, what else can I think of? And this is an example of something that I'm bringing to the table that is not our usual artist, but I'm truly here for the topic, best live performance. And This is a performance I have actually talked about with you during our Pride Month specials. Mm. And I brought the Macklemore Same Love Grammys performance where they brought out dozens and dozens of gay couples to get married live right then and there. What a performance. I forgot about this. You forgot about it. We just talked about this in June. Or June you know, I don't remember summer. anything from recordings. I don't remember a thing from recordings. <laughs> well, I brought this because it is a great pop song, but at some point, literally, Queen Latifah comes out and marries all of these. And, and Madonna. Hold on. Is it Queen Latifah and Madonna? Yes, it's Madonna and Queen Latifah. <laughs> And they actually live marry all of these same-sex couples in the room. They all come out dressed up to get married. They're walking down the aisles. They're spread out all across the room in with the audience. And gay marriage had just been legalized, if I'm remembering Mm -hmm. correctly. So this performance is a celebration of the legalization of gay marriage. Oh, my gosh. And seeing all the couples at the end actually get married and kiss and... Yeah, kind of gives Here me chills. Here Queen Latifah. I've got chills again, too. Oh, 
I'm getting a lot of chills tonight. It's all the same love about town that we raised up. We are gathered here to celebrate love and harmony in every key, in every color. As I look out on this audience, I'm delighted to see the faces of 33 couples who've chosen this moment to celebrate their vows with us here in Los Angeles. Queen Latifah, though. My favorite part, there's a close-up of Queen Latifah when she is finalizing. I was just like, about to say I now say pronounce this. you. <laughs> and behind her, creeping up, is Madonna. <laughs> no, you didn't mention the part where Queen Latifah is about to miss her cue to say, I now pronounce you married or whatever oh, yeah. she says. And she's, so a guy literally comes up and he's like, hey. He taps her on the shoulder and then slithers away as Madonna's walking up. Madonna doesn't miss her cue. But Queen Latifah, she's overcome with excitement and she's like, woo, enjoying, but she's missing her. And a true professional, like you can barely tell that anything was off. <laughs> Except for the creepy dude. <laughs> <laughs> Who just moves her out of the way because Madonna is coming. So funny. Yeah, don't put your hand on Queen Latifah. No. Uh, a-, a tap is the only thing. That's yeah, don't. And you better be wearing gloves. Oh my God. What a great moment. I already told this story in the episode Same Sex Love Songs when I talked about this performance, but Mary Lambert, the singer who features on this track, once said in in an interview that she was so emotional and so overwhelmed by this performance that she could not stop crying her eyes out during every single rehearsal performance. And she said to herself, like, I've got to get it together. I've got to get it together. I can't (laughs) keep crying like this every time we perform. And she nailed it. Thankfully, on the actual performance, she didn't cry. She had been bawling like a baby. And they're actually getting live married in front of her, but she held it together. So congratulations. That's such a sweet story. That's my humble contribution. That's a great one. I'm glad you brought that, Erin. Well, you're welcome, Jacob. All right. Well, my next humble one me. is actually... Humble me. <laughs> my next one is actually the performance that sparked this category. Oh. I've wanted to talk about this moment for so long. It is someone that I have seen live, but I would kill to have seen this performance specifically. It is Florence and the Machine performing drumming song at the Oxygen Festival in 2010. She is such an amazing performer on stage. She is just magnetic. She has so much endurance. I don't know how she does it. But this performance. Not me, Jesus. (laughs) Could it be me? (laughs) This performance is so witchy. Maybe it's just the month that I'm calling everything witchy right now. But I feel like she has a like coven vibe about her anyway in the, in the best way, you know? Yes, both of your uses of the term witchy have been appropriate, very appropriate. (laughs) This performance, it is windy, it is rainy, we're in Ireland, it's kind of gloomy, no one in the crowd cares, they are in ponchos, they are wet, cold, and just excited to hear this music. Neither does Florence, she's like... she is up there in this flowy blue gown, 
and it just looks like she is casting a spell. The wind is literally like rocking her around. Yes. The, literally, the wind is blowing so hard that it looks like she is on a ship in the sea, just rocking around. Now, what yeah. else do you like about this performance besides the ambiance? The drama, the drama from, okay, so if you, from about two minutes on, it kind of slows down. She's like beating the mic against her chest to do a heartbeat because the drumming song is all about like when someone gets near that you really love the drumming in your, in your chest, your heart picks up and it's like its own song that's just for that person because your heart is beating for that person. But she slows it down. She gets quiet and she is just so dramatic. And then when it picks back up oh my god chills again i get chills again it's so electric the stage is soaking wet this is Mm -hmm. such an energetic performance oh and she just screamed rock out oh my goodness i've never watched a live florence and the machine performance before Oh, man, it is a moment. Nobody in this entire venue is letting the rain ruin anything. Uh-uh. I mean, she's so entrancing that they probably don't even know it's raining, Erin. She's like a siren on the sea. Oh, that's <laughs> a perfect way to say it. I mean, we, maybe it is because we're recording this still in October on Halloween, but there is just something magical about this performance, about the way she commands the stage and just, uh, I don't know. It's beautiful. I love, I love this so much. I've actually watched this whole thing is on YouTube, the whole Oxygen Festival performance, and every single song is like this. Great pick. But that's it. That's what I wanted to talk about. If you can't tell, I absolutely love that. Excellent choice. All right. Well, what do you have for your next pick, Erin? Okay, here's the point. This is the moment that I agonized over. You, under the Hits Don't Lie pod Twitter account, said today, oh, it's going to be hard deciding which Steve Anderson line performance to pick from. (laughs) And it's so funny that you said that because that actually was my agony. Um, (laughs) First of all, it was hard anyway because he's not just a musical director for her, and we love Kylie, but he's – a musical director for all kinds of other performers. He stays Mm -hmm. booked and busy, right? Oh, he is booked, blessed, and busy for sure. So I had to pick a Kylie live performance. Had to. Mm -hmm. I settled on just a personal favorite of mine. And Kylie Minogue, in 2002, she embarked on a fever tour for the album of the same name. Mm -hmm. And on this tour, first of all, I'm getting ahead of myself because literally in almost every tour, they put out a brand new version of Confide in Me. Like they managed oh to God. remake it again and again and again for each tour. We could have done a whole topic of just what's your favorite version of Confide, Confide in Me. Confide in Me there from the many. tours. <laughs> I chose the one from the Fever Tour. Now, this is sort of like a... 
this is like a street style remix of this song. It's a lot more upbeat, a lot more percussion heavy. And again, hello, live voice. Amazing. She hits all the high notes. She doesn't oh, she's skip out hit on the, the high notes. Yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. But the premise of this performance is like she's a beat cop on the streets. She encounters a graffiti artist and they're just sort of locked in this mesmerizing dance for the next six and a half minutes. Let's watch it. I love that little record scratching moment at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Again, I just really like this version of this song. I The problem is I love every concert version of Confide Me that <laughs> she and Steve Anderson and co. have put out on her tours. Yes. What a great pick. Oh, God, the dancer. I forgot he goes down the stairs on his hands with his legs in the air. Police Kylie here in such a getup. All right. Well, I just want to watch I mean, this. Hold do... on. <laughs> I know. I Stop know. Stop rushing me. I just want to watch this whole performance. I think I chose this because it was like my first favorite live performance by Kylie. We as Americans, we didn't really have mainstream exposure to Kylie until after Can't Get You Out of My Head. So this was my first ever Kylie tour to watch. And this is like my first You set the bar very high with this being your first one to watch. But I don't know. Every tour just keeps getting better and better. So it's true. It's very true. Even though we got the small pared down version of the Aphrodite tour, it was amazing. No water it features. Was amazing. She treated I didn't need a water small, feature. No, she treated that small stage like she was in a huge stadium. She didn't give us any less enthusiasm. That's we've talked about it a little before, but Kylie Minogue has that magnetism on stage that just makes you so happy and it, it always feels like she's performing to you, not to the crowd, not to a camera. When you watch her live, it really does feel like she sees you. It's so strange. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Well, my last one is a weird pick, okay? But Aaron, do you remember? Travel back with me. Let's get in the time machine. Go back to 2013. Two of us are at a certain festival that happened in a place where I lived, and Kelly Rowland was performing. Oh, yes. I already know. And her album had just come out and she was performing all of her dance hits, all of, you know, the high energy Kelly Rowland that we love her for. And suddenly she sits down on a stool in the corner of the stage and she starts talking about dirty laundry. And that's Mm. what I want to talk about. Kelly Rowland performing dirty laundry at a certain festival that we were at. We were in this crowd. She tells us that this is the first time live that she's performing it, and we were there for it. Nice. I 
I wanted to bring this because we were there in the crowd. It was mm-hmm. the first time that she performed this song, and it is such an emotional song. I just remember her crying at the end of it, and the whole crowd just like giving her positive energy. It was such a cool moment. That was a great performance. This performance was just so emotional. And I felt really honored to be there for the first live performance of this song where she puts it all out. If, if people don't know, Dirty Laundry is about her in an abusive relationship and this man just cutting her off from her family, from Beyonce, from all of her friends, and her getting herself back together, her finding herself again and her independence again from this relationship. And it was just such an emotional moment. Agreed. That's a surprise. Thank you for bringing that throwback. I knew it wasn't like, you know, a live Kylie performance or anything, but it's a very personal performance. And I just felt really honored, really honored to see it performed live for the first time. Well, I have to replace my fourth pick because it was the Girls Aloud Sexy No, No, No performance. And I had it as last place, not because it's bottom in my mind, but just because I was hoping you would bring it first. (laughs) You knew it would be replaced. So my fourth choice was Sexy No, No, No by Girls Aloud. Glad you brought it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I decided to bring in another iconic pop music moment from the past 20 years, and that would be Beychella, which is Beyonce's oh. Coachella performance. And the moment I chose was when Destiny's Child, when Kelly and Michelle return and they do a little uh. Destiny's Child medley. girls love coming up from the bottom of the stage but can we just talk about the live instrumentation because the entire beyonce coachella performance she used an actual live marching band featuring music players from featuring musicians from actual hbcus yeah which how amazing is it for those players so that amazing got to be included? and it just sounds so good it brings this amazing energy to every single song Every song, and in particular, Destiny's Child, during that surprise medley, they come out to lose my breath, and it's in full brass and drums, which I like to think is the way it was intended in the first place. Absolutely. It is a marching band song, basically. Actually, yeah, you're right. Now that I think about it more, the percussion in that is super marching band. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, they all look so good. I know. Kelly and Michelle were surprises. And at one point, there's a moment where she brings Solange out, but it's just to dance. Like, she doesn't ask Solange to sing, which was <laughs> random. Well, but, okay. They have different vibes in their songs, you know, whatever. Um, Everyone's just screaming along to all of the songs in the Disney's Child medley. It was hard to pick one song from Beyonce's Coachella moments, but Destiny's Child medley, comeback, can't beat it. Cannot beat it. For anyone who hasn't seen this, the stage is just like stacked bleachers all the way to the top. And the band is sitting in the bleachers. And then at the bottom, there's this dance crew of, I don't know how many people. And... The stage just feels like you're at some ball game with a with a band and the dancers. Like it's it's so cool. 
It's amazing. And she performed there two weekends. Um, One weekend, everybody had coordinating yellow uniforms. The following weekend, all the performers had hot pink uniforms. And if you watch (laughs) the Homecoming documentary on Netflix, they mix together the two weekends. So it's like they flip back and forth and back and forth. And it's so well edited and just an iconic moment. I might watch that this afternoon. Perfect. I'm so happy that I planted the seed. It's worth (laughs) mentioning when Beyonce did the Super Bowl halftime show, Kelly and Michelle also came on for surprise performances then too. From under the stage. They love to come under the stage. (laughs) All pop divas have their under the stage moment. (laughs) Oh my God. It's just every time you see the three of them together, I just feel so much joy. I love it. And not to get sidetracked, but thank God for Michelle, because she just has the perfect personality to be the third wheel to Beyonce and Kelly. Like, she was the perfect third member after all the split-ups. After all the drama, she was the perfect third member, and her and voice, that rich to tone that she the has, third fits person. so well with them. Exactly. Well, I'm so glad Kelly Rowland showed up twice. Surprise, surprise. I'm surprised by your pick, but I'm happy by it. (laughs) But here we go. Now we have to somehow compile these into a top five. Do we just give up? I noticed some of our Twitter comments this time were like, how... Do I just pick one? Like, <laughs> Welcome to our life that we've chosen for ourselves. I like to usually start by picking your choices, the ones okay. that I like best. Girls Aloud, Tangled Up Tour, Shakira, Siege Sorro Muda. Those two are, have to stay, right? They have to stay. I think for sure you really brought it with the Britney Slave for You VMA's performance. Iconic moment. It has to be on this list. Agreed. But I feel that way about Baychella. You're right. I think so too. Anytime they get the girls together, I'm here for it. So I would be happy for that to be on this list. Now, I really want to fight for Florence the Machine at Oxygen Festival. I know. You got to give it that atmosphere. That moment was just so perfect. The stars aligned for that performance. Yeah, I agree. It's a great pick. Are you fine picking that over Confide from the Fever Tour? (laughs) Well, I'm like, don't forget about the same love performance where like 50 same-sex couples got married after it became legal. It is good. I just don't love the song as much, I guess. But the actual live performance is good. Well, in the spirit of it's getting close to my bedtime over here in the U.S., Bring on the drumming song by Florence and the Machine. Oh, come on. Yes. So we've we've named five songs. Are these the five songs that we want to go with? Yeah, go ahead. List them and then we'll put them in order. All right. So our five songs that we have in no order right now, Girls Aloud, Sexy No, No, No from the Tangled Up Tour. We have Shakira, Siega Sordo Muda from MTV Unplugged. We have Brit Brit with Slave For You from the VMAs. We have Baychella, where she brings back Destiny's Child and the drumming song by Florence the Machine at Oxygen Festival in 2010. How do we order these? Personal pick can stay at five. Sorry, Flo, but you're Uh, five out of hundreds of live performances. That's true. That's true. That's true. I'm wondering about Slay for You. 
I am too. I really, when I picked Sexy No No No, was thinking, okay, easy, easy win. But you really brought Slave for You. And what? And you really forgot about that performance. (laughs) (laughs) What a moment in history. I would be fine if that was number one, actually. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I'm fine with this. I like this list. It's very Jacob heavy. This is apparently this topic is one where we just have a meeting of minds because I loved your picks and you loved mine. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, do you want to read it out? Yeah, here we go. We have decided on the best live pop music performances of our time. Number five, Florence and the Machine drumming song at the Oxygen Festival. Number four, Destiny's Child performing at the Beyonce Coachella performance. Number three, Shakira singing Ciega Sordomura at her MTV Unplugged performance. Number two, Girls Aloud, Sexy No 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 from their Tangled Up tour. And number one, of course, Britney Spears, Life for You, 2001 VMAs. Yes, Obviously. featuring the snake. We love the snake. Love you, snake. The snake was the true star. <laughs> Now spin. Poor poor snake. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Getting dizzy. (laughs) What a great performance. I love all of these. I love them too. I think we did a great job. I think we did a really well-rounded job, at least in our world. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Did you have any honorable mentions though? I do have some honorable mentions. I just have some iconic moments that I want to bring up. Uh, Do you have any? Do you have something you want to say? Yes, I have a personal favorite. Okay, before I even say anything else, what is the deal with people online talking about Imagine Dragons as if they're the new Nickelback? No, I reject this. Oh. I like a lot of their songs. I'm not a fan. Never listened to a single album. But I'm a radio girl, Uh right? And they have some really great singles. Well, a few years ago, it's probably been more than a few now, Oh, yeah. 2014, Imagine Dragons. Just a few years. (laughs) Eight years, nearly a decade ago. Imagine Dragons performed their hit single, Radioactive, at the Grammys in 2014. And they also featured Kendrick Lamar. He performed his song, Mad City. So it's like a medley. And Mm -hmm. oh, my God, you just need to watch it from about halfway through until the end. They meld the songs together. And Kendrick Lamar is rapping imagine dragons they all take up the drums like even the lead singer everyone's just playing drums percussion together while kendrick lamar raps systems go systems go the soil hasn't died does it die deep in my bones in my bones straight from inside okay tonight is for everybody understand me I need y'all to recognize the plan B is to win your heart right here while we at the Grammys. My name is Kendrick Lamar. Amazing. The climax of this song is everything. And I remember this from just watching it on live TV. That is so cool that they're all just there for his moment just playing drums. Everybody in the band just stops, including the singer, to play percussion. Where did they even find so many drums? They have, this is like a percussion store. How do you even find this many drums? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know they existed. But then it becomes a medley. He switches into his single and then they bring it back to Radioactive in the end with Kendrick Lamar doing some features. And God, this is 
It's very such cool. Such an incredible performance. This is we're why both we We're fools for a mashup moment, and this feels like we're f- on the yeah. cusp of it. Yes, we're fools for a mashup. This is a mashup. We're fools for live percussion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But in my mind, this is one of those great music award show moments. Agree. This is really cool. I, I don't think I had ever seen this. This is really cool. No, I just know it because I decided, you know, for once to watch the Grammys. And this may have been <laughs> the only year I ever watched the Grammys. Well, I have another Grammy performance that I want to talk about. Yeah. Do you remember when Pink performed Glitter in the Air at the 2010 yes, Grammy? Yes, already yes. Shut up. Stop. Oh, my Amazing. God. Have you ever invited a stranger to come inside? It's only half past point of oblivion. Hourglass on the table. So at the 2010 Grammys, Pink comes out just performing Glitter in the Air, which is kind of slow, emotional song at the beginning. She's wearing this white thing. You can tell she maybe has a little leotard moment underneath. And she just slowly walks. And you're like, what is this girl doing? She's just going down steps. Are we going to have a performance? What's going on? And then she gets into aerial silks. It goes up into Mm -hmm. the air. And then they draw, Erin, they dip her in water, go back up in the air, and she spins and gets the whole crowd wet. Oh, my God. I watched this live as it was airing, and I still get chills. I'm getting chills again. This is the episode of Chills. I think I watched this live, too, and I think we were texting each other. What Maybe I'm making up a memory. But, yes, the water moment is everything. I still, to this day, don't understand. Is this live or is this singing over a pre-recorded live track how can her voice be so still and calm while she's spinning round and round i think it's live so this was in 2010 she had just gotten off of the funhouse tour where she was doing this sort of acrobatics and more while singing she's still so doing she that was to just this so day seasoned. yeah she is an athlete like she is a gymnast she has this amazing control of her voice while doing all of it it is insane have you ever wished for an endless night? I saw the moon and the stars and that rotate. Can we talk about the fact that the song is called Glitter in the Air and there's actual glitter raining down in on her? the air? I mean, yes. I mean... And so there's a bunch of dancers in the aerial silks with her, and they're all painted gold. And it just looks like this freaky chandelier. It's so cool. It's it's it, it's both understated and overstated at the same time, somehow. It's like really subtle and classy, but then she's and yet doing this so amazing. Over the top. Yes. The very end when she like twists her legs to make her spin faster, and then water just flies off of her. Oh, Erin, what a moment. I'm sad this had to be an honorable mention. Very memorable performance. It was almost, I almost brought this instead of Dirty Laundry, but I really just wanted that personal moment of Dirty Laundry. Well, we could talk about performances forever because I have a whole list, but at some point we've got to answer that chime that is haunting you and do some mail. Ooh. 
No, I've gotten used to it at this point. Yeah. (laughs) That is the calming and welcoming sound that lets us know it's time to read the listener mail. And boy, Jacob. Boy, howdy. In fact, we have so many listener comments. We're very fortunate to have so many recent listener comments that we are going to have to move some of them to the next mailbag episode, Mm -hmm. which will be our third. Look at us. Look at us. Just look at us. (laughs) Who would have thought? (laughs) But we saved a couple of comments for this episode. And then everybody else that messaged us about Best of 2006 and Best Live Performances is going to be moved to our future mailbag episode, which is TBD. (laughs) We don't know yet. We have to save up a little bit of overflow. But um, your partner, Martin, slash one of our special guests on the Run, Rose, Run Patreon episode, (laughs) just wanted to let us know that instead of me quoting Cassie saying, Hey, Hey. in me and you, he was really disappointed that I didn't quote Bat for Lashes in What's a Girl to Do in the opening line. So this is for you, Martin. (laughs) We walked arm in arm. I guess I've quoted that a lot in the past. I don't remember. He's, I think Listen, he's bringing back like an old memory. You two have been together a long time, like a decade. So sure, sure. He I think he's doesn't bringing back even an know old the memory. name of that song. He does not know the name of that song. He just calls it the walked arm and arm song. That's all we he calls it. Arm and arm. <laughs> Opening line, amazing song. And he was very, he was very sad that you didn't that you didn't say it. So this will make his day. Okay. Well, we're leaving this in on everything. We're <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your comments. As far as best live performances, we had some great responses. And before we got on here and started recording, Jacob and I were both like, which one do we pick? Which of these suggestions There's do too we many. pick? Because we have so many great ones. I decided on the comment from Latin Jukebox on Twitter. Andres from Latin Jukebox. Yes. And one of his many choices was the Jennifer Lopez and Shakira halftime show at the Super Bowl, which, oh, oh my gosh, God. how do you even pick the best moment? I was like, let's just talk about it live and not talk about it before. Let me introduce you to my party people in the club. If you go hard, you gotta get on the It's almost like a personality test. Which moment of this are you? And it says a lot about your personality. I am Shakira on the drums. That's my Tag yourselves. Yeah, tag yourselves. <laughs> which which version of them are you during this performance? Can we talk about the fact that J-Lo let Shakira wear gold while she wore silver? I mean, what? humble, a humble queen. But everybody else, thank you so much for your comments. We are going to talk about all of our best life performance and best of 2006 mail in our upcoming mailbag episode. And yeah. Very exciting. I think that's just about it. That's it. You just have one more thing to do, Erin. Yes. And I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Are you? You don't sound ready. 
Okay, well, my next topic I chose in honor of the recent pop comeback is Best of Rihanna. Ooh, oh my God. That's right, guys. This is going to be a fight. Episode, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, I might end up bleaching your clothes. <laughs> I'm going to break all your dishes. At the end of it. Yes. But that's right, guys. We're going to choose the best songs released by Rihanna. Album tracks, singles, anything. Jacob and I are going to discuss our favorites and attempt to choose a top five of Rihanna. Again, this is in honor of her recent comeback to music, at least as far as one song. So looking forward to it. Very excited. That's going to be so hard. Um it's going to be fun, though, isn't it? It's going to be really fun. Hits. Hits all the way. Hits all the way. I already know. I already remember from past conversations that my favorite Rihanna songs aren't your favorites. So mm-hmm. we'll just see we how do it goes. Have a, we do have different tastes in Rihanna, which is surprising. That's true. All right. Well, guys, if you want to hear more from us, you can check out our recent special, our book review and album review of Dolly Parton's Run Rose Run over on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash hits don't lie pod. And Erin, where can they find us in other places on the Internet? We are at Hits Don't Lie Pod literally everywhere. Just kidding. Not literally everywhere, but Twitter (laughs) at Hits Don't Lie Pod. Jacob runs that. Instagram at Hits Don't Lie Pod. I'm on there chatting to people, posting episode updates there. Mm-hmm. And we also have a sometimes TikTok where I <laughs> post like once or twice a month. And that's at Hits Don't Lie Pod. Um, what else, Jacob? And if you have a live performance or even a Rihanna song that you want us to bring up, you can even email us at hitsdontlivepod at gmail.com. Well, I'm happy. I'm really pleased with how this episode turned out. I was really anxious, but I feel like we both brought a good representation of some we great did live it. shows. There's still so many great performances left on the table, but you know what? I'm happy with our five. I'm happy with our five and anyone is welcome to comment and (laughs) we did it. We did it, Jacob. We did it. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.